the Shalong Time for Daily Market Wrap this Wednesday, July 20, 2022. Asia stocks extended the rally on Wednesday following a sharp bounce on Wall Street inspired by upbeat earnings. The U.S. dollar also continued to ease and investors are now speculating the worst of the 2022 rout may be over. But it was a different story for the PSE index, which reversed course to close down for the day. The index lost a fifth of 1% to close at 62.74. The big drags see led SM Investments off by 1% and SM Prime down by nearly 3%, as well as Enrique Dazon's ICTSI. DA Market Securities Nisha Alisser sees these minor pullbacks as healthy ways to consolidate. Overall, we think that the sentiment for the market um, is going to improve. Um, we think that uh, we've really, we're really seeing a lot of value in the market. And similarly, the big businesses that are buying back into their shares also reflect this. We actually think that this year will be, uh, will be good for growth. So there's an average of about a 20% year-on-year growth. Um, so in that sense, um, that wouldn't be a surprise, but it would be um, on, on track for uh, a more optimistic view, uh, despite headwinds of inflation um, and, and a more hawkish move in terms of policy. On the macro side, Standard Charter's Jonathan Coe says they're keeping their 8% GDP forecast for this year, saying being domestically driven, the Philippine economy is more insulated from external shocks, including the looming recession in the U.S. We are seeing that the labor market has continued to recover. And I think with the upcoming uh, resumption of face-to-face -face classes, um, the labor market recovery should actually continue. And investments should continue to be supported by both private as well as public sector. Uh, in terms of the private sector, we have seen loan growth continuing to increase year on year uh, for seven to eight consecutive months now. And for the public sector, I think the <coughs> new administration uh, continued commitment on the build, build, build uh, project. Looking very uh, at, at just the, the GDP numbers very technically, uh, I mean, if let's say we just assume a 0% Q on Q growth in Q3 and Q4, and if we assume that uh, Finance Secretary uh, Diognos comments that uh, Q2 GDP will see double-digit growth at 10% year-on-year, if we just assume no growth at all in Q3, Q3 and Q4, we will still get 7.1% uh, growth for the Philippines this year. Ko, though, admits being a net commodity importer puts the Philippines in the have-nots basket, hurting from rising prices and strong dollar. In corporate stories, Security Bank raised $16 billion in fixed-rate corporate bonds due 2024 to support lending activities. Demand was so strong, it exercised oversubscription option above its $1 billion initial issue size. Still in fundraising, Solar Philippines Nueva Ecija Corp, or SPNEC, moves a step closer to its planned stock rights offer, saying the SEC has exempted it from registration requirements. Leandro La Vista Solar Venture last week adjusted its SRO price range lower to 150 to 175 per share, from 160 to 176 each, in the interest of the success of the fundraising. With the adjusted price range, the offer size is expected to be from 2.8 to 3.3 billion pesos. Proceeds of the SRO will be used for project development, including securing land and offtake agreements to hit its goal of developing 10 gigawatts of solar projects by 2025. And it's final, Union Bank says it has received a notice from the Philippine Central Bank approving its acquisition of 100% of Citigroup's consumer business in the Philippines. 
The Aboytis-led bank last year agreed to buy the consumer business of Citigroup for 55 billion pesos, a move that would help fast-track its penetration of the upscale local consumer market by 5 to 10 years and boost its income stream by about 6 billion annually, starting next year, the first full year of integration. And finally, luxury developer Shang Properties expects the industry to return to pre-pandemic levels in one to two years' time, although the trend is picking up both in property sales and rentals. Shang Properties Executive Vice President Jijo Hugo assures investors there are no delays in projects. In fact, they've been investing land in the last two years. The group is targeting to launch a new project in Pasig by the first quarter of next year, and over the next 12 to 18 months, another project in Pasig and its first foray in Quezon City. The end of the, you know, the exodus of, of office tenants and mall tenants during the pandemic, I, I think that uh, those that are with us now have stronger balance sheets. At the very worst in the industry, I would say, if we talk about the industry, I would say the very worst property prices have held up. Now. If you look at Shang properties, uh, we've been increasing prices. I'll, I'll, I'll go back a few years, more than just two or three years, but we, we have one project, for example, in Makati called the Rice Makati, where we launched uh, more than six years ago at 98,000 per square. And right now we're already pushing, pushing 300,000 per square meter, you know, despite the pandemic. So you know, it, it just shows that property is really the investment outlet of choice. There is wealth in the market. People are just deciding more carefully now where to put it. That is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.